You are going to be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. And thank you for joining us for the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon, and we always appreciate you tuning in because this is a great way for you to just get some things off your to-do list. There's always things that, as when you're leading a family and you're trying to get everything together, you're like, I wish I had this information. I mean to look it up. I know it's going to take me time to research it, and you just don't get to it. So listening to the Mom Show is a great way to just kind of do a lot of that legwork all in one place because we have a rotating panel of experts. They come in and they hang out with us and they give us some great information. And today, our expert, our good friend from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com, Cassandra Brazier is with us again. Good morning, Cassandra. Good morning, Miss Shannon. And you brought in so many good friends this morning. We have a <laughs> guest. We have some people hanging out with us. It's a party today as we talk about how it's to get financially healthy. <laughs> That's right. It takes a village. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. So we're going to get to uh, some specific information in our next segment about our guest. But do you want to go ahead and introduce her while she's here? Absolutely. So Gina DeMarco, she is one of the specialists that works with our office. We have a number of people in various capacities. Um, she specializes in the Medicare and Social Security realm. So she works with individuals. She also goes around and works with financial advisors and helps just to educate because that's really her area of specialties and and I just appreciate her so much and the other specialists that we work with, because as an advisor, you can only wear so many hats and right. you want to be good at the areas you're good at and really rely on people that spend all their time looking in those other areas when you need help and guidance for your clients. So definitely, we appreciate you joining us this morning, Gina. And here. back to what you were saying, Cassandra, I was talking to a friend earlier this week and I brought you up in the conversation and it was uh, the conversation about there's so many things that you think you should do to mm -hmm. become financially healthy and then you talk yourself out of them before you even try. <laughs> so, and, and we were really just kind of equating it to like when you decide that you're going to go on a diet or start a workout plan or all of these things that you know will make you more quote unquote healthy mm -hmm. and then you just you pick holes in them and say why you can't do them mm -hmm. before you even get to it and part of what we were talking about is we were talking about planning for the future and specifically getting uh, life insurance okay. which you bring up all the time and yeah. I know that we you know as one of the key uh, foundations of what you should do to make sure that you are overall financially healthy absolutely that's a big one I think that's human nature though mm -hmm. I think we we live in a comfort zone and we kind of keep ourselves in a comfort zone, whatever that looks like for any of us. For some people, their comfort zone will look very different to someone else's, but we usually are pretty consistent in how we operate. And so if you want to get on track in whatever it is, whether it's a diet, I mean, we all know it's easy to start a diet. It's hard to stick with it. Right. right? So uh, saving can be the same thing, you know, and you might be saving already, but maybe you feel like you need to save more or you right. want to look at life insurance or whatever the case is. And so it's just it takes taking that first step, even just maybe getting some information about it or looking into things further or talking to someone. And then sometimes even just taking that step that can help 
almost like having a personal trainer, right? right? It helps you to make those next steps and to stick with it. Yes. And the other thing that's cool about what you do with Clear Step Financial and Moms Talk Money is that you do make it very accessible. So instead of going, everything you've been doing was wrong, don't even try. You go, no, let me come from a position of positivity and help people mm-hmm. like start. And that, and part of the way you do that is having a variety of events for people to kind mm-hmm. of work their way into as they are collecting this information towards mm-hmm. uh, being financially healthy. Absolutely. Knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. I think the more you can learn and understand, you can make your own educated decisions. You're not making a decision just based on, well, this person said this is what I should do. You it's really it's up to you and it's your responsibility to be able to make that decision ultimately. Right. And then just encouraging people to kind of work within where however their brain works, which is mm-hmm. I think is really interesting the way that you approach things. Because remind me, when you were in college, you were studying psychology, mm-hmm. right? So just how people function in the way that their mm-hmm. brains actually think. So you have some good tips and strategies and, and some mm-hmm. ways to kind of help people motivate within the way that their brain kind of works for them. Right. Sometimes you have to outsmart yourself. Right. <laughs> into doing what you need to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And you do have some cool events that are coming up. Like, so you're, you know, we talked about this uh, earlier in the season where we were talking about how there was a golf outing that mm-hmm. comes up and now, ta-da, we're already here. I, I can't know, imagine. It's it coming seems like this we, week. Yeah, I feel like we just started talking about that mm-hmm. and it's already here. And then you also have a really cool speaker that's coming up uh, later in October, right? We do. October mm-hmm. 18th. We, we, we really love doing educational events and this this is something we've wanted to do for a while now. And so we were able to just do a, a phenomenal community education event and bring in a speaker from the Federal Reserve here in Minneapolis. And I'm again, I'm, I'm very excited about this because they are they're really good at being able to explain some of the economic things and some of the things going on in the economy and the markets at a basic level. So if you're someone who you've thought, I really feel like I wish I knew more about it. I right. wish I understood a little bit more when and they talk time, about it on the news exactly. or when they say things on CSNBC or whatever station you're listening to when they spout out different verbiage. It, I don't know what they're talking about. It's right. a different language. If you want to get another a good basic understanding, this would be a great event to attend. And just to be able to hear more, we, most of us are employed. You may yeah. be, either you're retired or you're employed or you know someone that's employed. So <laughs> this can be a great event just to even get a pulse on what does the job market look like? What are the, what is the economy? And it's really going to be more focused in on the regional economy here in our area, too. There will be some good specific information for that. So we're really excited about that. You can go to... Um, momstalkmoney.com. It's posted on there. You can click to register and get more information. Um, it's it's open to the public. It's a free event. It's really, we really just want people to have more education on some of this stuff. And I do appreciate you having these opportunities to demystify so much of this mm-hmm. because then instead of hearing the words Federal Reserve and just tuning out, you go, oh yeah. wait, no, this is why it's important to me. Mm-hmm. And I actually can have this affect my life. Maybe I should pay attention, <laughs> yep. which is great because you just, sometimes I think we automatically tune out certain things because we think it has nothing to do to us, yep. uh, do with us. And that's very rarely the case Absolutely. on these things that have to do with your money. Mm-hmm. So before we get to uh, our guests again, we usually like lay the foundation of what uh, we, uh, just so people kind of know the framework of what we're dealing with when we talk about getting them to uh, financial health mm-hmm. and those steps. So let's talk about that foundation again quickly. Let's talk about some of those things that you th- encourage people to look over. Absolutely. I think it's always a good reminder and it's good to, to start out with a foundation. Right. You want to have a strong foundation. So the first thing when you're looking at maybe reevaluating and maybe you've looked at this before, too, Mm -hmm. when you've heard us go through this, but it always is good to revisit. Right. So look at increasing the money you have to work with on a monthly basis. So revisit looking at where are the expenses going? Is there any way to free up some money? Right. right? You know, I, 
just recently I was sitting down with some people that um, just by increasing some of their withholdings, because they were getting a good chunk in their tax return, by increasing some of their withholdings, they were able to free up some more money every month to work with. That allowed them to just help ease some of that month to month burden that they had financially. Right. So there's all different ways of being able to free up money. Again, I know in the past we've talked about calling up some of your providers that you work with, whether it's cell phone, utilities, cable, all those different places that you might have where you're paying them a certain amount and just seeing if there's any discounts available. So you can free up hundreds of dollars sometimes just by taking a little bit of time. Um, So that's one thing, managing debt. Um, Try strive to eliminate it. Do what you can to get out of debt. And there's there's calculators out there that can help you. Um, One of the best strategies is just pay off the highest interest first, pay the minimums towards the rest. And once you start doing it, really does get good to you. Mm -hmm. It starts to become like good feeling. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a muscle, though. It has to be a habit. So if you're not in the habit yet of of doing that and you're more in a spending habit, it's a muscle that you have to work on. Right. So that's that's the next step. The next step after that, number three, is building up a reserve. If you don't have at least three to six months of your expenses, put in some kind of a savings. Just have have a reserve. Things happen. Things come up. And and we, if we knew when they were going to come up, that would be great. Right? right. But we don't. So it's good to have some kind of a cushion. And it does take care of some of those sleepless nights when you mm-hmm. wake up going and you're worrying about something, knowing it's like, well, if, if all else fails, I have this. Right. It does help. Take some of that pressure off. It sure does. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know things like we know we're going to have to get some new tires soon. Right. Right. So some of those things, you know, are going to happen. But if you didn't have a cushion there, it would be stressful thinking, how am I going to pay for those? Right. And then you might have to go into debt. So we look at that. We look at insurance like you brought up the life insurance side of it. Same thing when I sit down with people or when you talk to people out there, you want to make sure they're properly protected, especially if they're families, especially if there's kids involved. That's a really big deal. But there can be other reasons down the road, too. Um, Long term savings is number five, and that's. That's building towards whatever your goal is so that you have enough money then at, at a certain date and time. You, you, have, you have to set a goal. Otherwise, it's hard to work towards it. <laughs> exactly. Right? And you never know if you achieve it. You know? Right. So. so there's that one. And then when you get to retirement, it's having an income coming off of that. That's a whole other strategy. And then estate planning. That's the last thing. And that's where we have estate planning attorneys that work with us that we coordinate with with clients to to get that in order. Which, again, I encourage you if you are on the youngish side, like I encourage, uh, you know, I consider myself like on the youngish side, because if you're in that late 30s, early 40s, talking about estate planning feels very daunting or like mm-hmm. very, pre- like very kind of pretentious, like I'm planning for my future. And when I pass away, <laughs> here will be my legacy. And, but being able, especially if you have kids to kind of go, OK, I have this off the plate and I want to talk, sit down with somebody that can lay all of this out for me. Once I got that done, instead mm-hmm. of feeling like a negative, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm glad that I had somebody help me walk through those things. Mm-hmm. And I know that there won't be a bunch of questions that you have to cover regarding my son yeah. and these, it's all down on a piece of paper. And I can even make joke now because I went on a date and it was a little wonky and I called my girlfriend. I'm like, if I don't come back, the will is in the safe in my basement. You know, so <laughs> it's very, <laughs> it's very free to go. That's handled. That's handled. If I end up in a trunk somewhere, you know where the will is. So <laughs> I encourage people to go ahead and contact. If you don't contact ClearStep yeah. Financial, find a financial advisor that communicates in the way mm-hmm. that you need to be communicated with right. and then start the process. And right. it's actually really a great uh, way to kind of go, ah, here's where I am and here's what I can do that's best for my family. So we appreciate that. Well, we are going to go to break. So again, let's remind everybody, we're going to come back uh, along with Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial. We're also going to have from Streams Insurance Solutions, Gina DeMarco was with us as well. So we're going to cover some great information on Social Security and clear up some more insurance questions when we return on The Mom Show. 
Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. This week, joined by Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial and also MomsTalkMoney.com. As always, we encourage you to call in if you have any questions for our experts here on the Mom Show. The number is 651 641 1071. That's 651 641 1071. And Cassandra, let's reintroduce your guest that brought in. You brought Absolutely. in. Absolutely. So, Gina DeMarco is one of the specialists that works with our office, and she works with a number of different financial advisors out there. She specializes in Medicare and Social Security. And again, like I said, when you're an advisor, you you have a certain realm that you specialize in. I know some are really good on the Social Security and Medicare side, um, and I am versed in that. However, I always have people, because that's such an area that you really want to know what you're talking about. Sort of a specialty. Absolutely. So I want to introduce her. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to have her on. I wanted to be able to open it up too, if people had questions or even just to dig in a little bit more on the social security and Medicare side, especially given some of the big changes that are coming up. I know we've been hearing about it for months and months and months now, but I don't know that it's the word has really trickled down, especially to all the people that it will really be impacting. I do think with social security and Medicare, there are two things that you don't know if it applies to you, there are words that you're like, what does this have to do with me? And I think that that comes up very often. So can we give just a base, like who, what population are we talking to in general? Well, when we're talking about Social Security and Medicare, first of all, Social Security is something you can turn on uh, as early as age 62. But that's not always advisable depending on when your full retirement age is. Thank you. Yeah. This just doesn't want to move that. It yeah. doesn't want to stay put. Yeah. <laughs> just here, just grab issues. that just grab that microphone like you're on a horse and Got just it. pull it to you. You're fine. Um, <laughs> you re- can be aggressive with it. <laughs> uh, regarding Medicare though, mm-hmm. once you turn 65 if you are not on a group plan, whether okay. on your own group plan or a spouse's group plan, then you want to go on Medicare. If okay. you don't sign up when you're first eligible, there can be penalties that you're responsible for paying when you get on Medicare for the rest of your life. Oh, I don't yes. understand that. So if I don't use it and I was supposed to, now I'm penalized? Is that what yes, you're saying, you Gina? Are. If, oh, wow. Yep. Huh. Part B, you're penalized 1% per month for every month you don't have it, capped at 10% per year. Okay. Part D, which is the drug coverage, there's no cap on that. It's 1% per month forever. Oh, my goodness. And you yeah. hear commercials like uh, the, most of the time when I hear uh, commercials about Medicare, it's in a, like some sort of like in a, like a, a drugstore commercial where it's saying, hey, our, this will pay for your drugs and all this stuff if you have this and that. But I don't know if I'm supposed to be paying attention to D and A's and all those things <laughs> that are out there. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I do joke about it like it's the alphabet soup because mm-hmm. there's A, B, C, D, and E. Okay. So it really depends on, on if, first of all, if you're Medicare eligible, you're not on a group plan, then you do need to pay attention to those commercials. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you need to pay attention to at least being on a good plan. Not that you want to be marketed by every company out there because right. there's a lot of junk mail in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and thank you for being on, by the way, Gina. But and I know there's also some changes, right, to people that even are on Medicare right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. And that's one of the big reasons too why I think it was good right now to have you on to talk about some of those because, I mean, across the country, people are being impacted by this, right? But there's mm-hmm. a pretty large concentration in Minnesota, right? Right now, what you're talking about is the cost plan transition. So for people in Minnesota. The laws have been changing. They, the first round of changes started January of this year. The next big round of changes is happening January of this coming year. So people who have a cost plan in 66 Minnesota counties, 
which is a lot of us, right. 400,000 people are being effect, affected by this. If they have a cost plan, they either need to change their plan. Some of the plans are able to be what they're called deemed. Deemed means that your plan will automatically switch to what the insurance company and CMS, the government entity that oversees Medicare, thinks is the closest thing to your plan. Well, I'm telling my clients, do you want to make your own insurance decisions or do you want the insurance company to make them for you? Mm -hmm. Let's take a look at what they consider the next closest thing because it's not always the best. Okay. Mm -hmm. So because sometimes it might is it that they round up or round down when they're considering closest thing? Well, it's more like looking at certain types of of benefits. So some of the benefits that I'm seeing that are in these plans <laughs> are are moving where where the benefits are almost exactly the same, but I'm seeing things where they're more the the beneficiaries or or the recipients responsibility with their I don't know labs and and okay. diagnostic tests where instead of all being covered now you're responsible for a percentage so 10% 20% well when you're talking medical tests 20% can be hundreds or thousands of dollars it right. can be a, a big impact mm-hmm. and how would someone know if they were going to be impacted uh, if they have Medicare insurance, so mm-hmm. not your red, white, and blue card, but your actual insurance card. So whatever company you have your insurance through, look at your card. If it says cost on it, C-O-S-T, then you're going to be impacted by these law changes. And you, of course, have to live in one of the affected counties. There are a few counties that are not affected here in Minnesota, but I suggest you at least make a phone call and find out. Okay, because by and large, it might affect you is yes. what we're saying. Okay, fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. And if you have any questions, again, we're already covering just barely dipping our toes into this whole subject matter. So if you have any questions, the number again is 651-641-1071. So, so let's say someone had one of these plans that will be affected and they didn't know it and they didn't do anything. What are they looking at happening specifically? Well, good question. If you are in an affected county and you have a cost plan that cannot be deemed, so maybe you've got your, your medical plan through one company and your drug plan through another, which is very, very common. If you take no action, you just stick your head in the sand and don't want to pay attention to it, what's going to happen is you will lose your medical insurance and you will keep your Part D or your drug coverage. So essentially, you've got drug coverage, but no health insurance other than Medicare Part A and B. So nothing additional to cover those expenses. It's kind of scary. Yes, especially if you just, if uh, you know, a lot of people, it's one of those set it up and forget it. And so right. they think that they're okay. You don't look at it and paper com- paperwork comes all the time and you go, mm-hmm. you get a thing that says this isn't a bill. You get a thing, put this away. Maybe you have to sign something, but they all look different. And so sometimes you don't really recognize that there's some action that you need to take. Exactly. And for my clients who... I know a few people, we start losing our memory a little bit or you have loved ones who don't pay attention or they're just starting to forget and they don't they don't want to admit that to their people that care about them. Stay on those people in your life. Mm -hmm. If they are the kind that stick their mail in a pile and they do nothing, they they could really hurt themselves. Right. This is we have a couple public service announcements today, Mm -hmm. but this is definitely one of them. Right. If there are people that are above that age 65 that are in your life, whether that's you, whether it's a relative, a parent, um, a child even. Right. Um, So whoever it is, just make sure you're having that conversation with people because there are, I think, what, at least 66 counties that will be in, in Minnesota that will be impacted by this. So there's, you know, it could be a county that you're living in. 
Well, I do think that the other thing that I hear a lot, like you just said, you brought up the, the, the child. When we're talking about Medicare, are there some people in the in the population, like if they have uh, uh, a disability or something, a young person, and they end up having like Medicare insurance as well? Yep. Is that so does this apply to them or only people over in the retirement category? Absolutely applies to anyone on Medicare. So okay. if you've been on disability, permanent disability for 24 months or more, okay. then you qualify for Medicare typically. Right. So if those folks have a supplemental plan that falls into this category, they need to take action as well. Mm-hmm. So, so they're what? probably getting a lot of mail. But again, <laughs> yes. the mail you get from... Insurance companies and sometimes the government agency, CMS, most people don't understand what Well, and if it says you say. don't need to take action, we'll right. do this for you if you don't. Mm-hmm. They might just think, well, then I'm not going to do anything. Right. And but I'll just like be you fine. said, they might find out down the road that, oh, then they then they maybe they're not covered with that same doctor or right. the things that apply to them that are important for their health may not be covered then. So, Gina, when you uh, say that they should like if it, let's say that you had been self-policing all of these things, mm-hmm. but now we know these changes are going through. Who should be the first call? Who do we call? Well, I'd say call me. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> certainly because it takes just a few minutes on the phone to Perfect. for me to evaluate your situation. Um, then we've got to check, make sure your doctors and your, your medications are in the formulary for your mm-hmm. plan that is transitioning to, assuming that's an option for you. Because mm-hmm. I do think, you know, as a parent who has a child that has is that intellectual disability category, most of the time I'm on board with most of the things I have to keep track of for him. But you do get a lot of things that seem... Like you don't have to do anything. And then the way that the paperwork comes, if you call the government, we'll say the government, if I call the agency, that's what we'll do. If I call the agency and ask them their question, it's not necessarily their job to tell me that I should go and talk to somebody else. Well, that's not usually (laughs) in their best interest. (laughs) Exactly. So they'll just kind of go, oh, it's just fine. Mm -hmm. But maybe there's some, you're saying there might be something in the background that's speaking to a professional that's outside of that makes sense. Well, working with somebody who's independent, I think there's definitely value in that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So So real quick, I'm going to I'm going to give you Gina's number and a way to reach her. If you have questions, 612-990-4949. You can also email her at info at lifestreamis.com. If you don't remember any of that or if you forget, you can also go to momstalkmoney.com and I can get you in touch with Gina. Like I said, she is one of the fantastic specialists that we have that work with us. We actually have a couple Medicare people because it is such need i mean there's mm-hmm. such a need for that um for that specialty so and we're gonna go to break now but what are we gonna cover when we get back Cassandra? we're gonna jump into one of everyone's favorite topics social security wonderful and then we have some other fun things to go over as well you are listening to the mom show on my talk 1071 with clear step financials cassandra brazier and live stream insurance solutions gina demarco we'll be right back Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. You can always get this episode and previous episodes by going to our website, MyTalk1071.com. Just use the keyword Mom Show. You can get all of the great information that Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial has shared with us before because we have some great, sometimes a lot of the information that we cover is really, really um Great information that you didn't have time to like really absorb, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Cassandra. So it's great to be able to go back right. and listen to the past episodes at your leisure, right? Or sometimes it doesn't apply to you in that moment, but mm-hmm. maybe a month down the road something changes, right? And then all of a sudden you think, I remember hearing something about that, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, where was it? Oh yeah. wait, Cassandra said that, and they can always contact you as well. So mm-hmm. they can go to MomsTalkMoney.com, even if they just have a a starter question. We'll Absolutely. call it where it's like, I think I need to know more about this. Mm-hmm. 
let me just touch base with you. And we encourage people to do that as well, because sometimes you talk yourself out of getting help. Mm-hmm. You go, I should be able to do this myself. I should be able to figure this out on my own. And that's not the case. There's mm-hmm. a reason why other people are experts in their field. Right. And you can always, quote unquote, have a guy or a girl that's on your side. Mm-hmm. So why not call and get some expert advice from somebody? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and Mom's Talk Money is a great place if you just have questions or if you're looking for information on some of our events. There's also a way on the website there, too, that you can sign up. Mm-hmm. So if you put your email in and everything, then you'll get notified of events and things that are coming up. We'll uh, we'll circle back to some of those because we have both a few community events as well as um, our office is also hosting a few different seminars coming up. And actually, um, one of the classes I'm doing Doing with Gina, who is our guest today, and we are going to now jump into this the subject of Social Security. So I know we've had a number of callers throughout the last number of months who have those. Those have been questions. They've right. been questions about Social Security. So I thought this is a good topic to circle back to and to be able to again, if people have questions, if they want to call in, if they have a more complex situation, Gina is a great resource for that. I go to her with questions. She's fantastic. She she just she she's very knowledgeable. She like I said before, she helps to train other advisors as well and teach them about some of the ins and outs of Social Security. I know we talk about it being an onion, right, Gina? It's every time you peel back a layer, there's another one that'll make you cry. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, even when we were talking uh, in a previous show about Social Security, Mm -hmm. just the concept and the history Mm -hmm. of the Social Security system is so complex. Mm -hmm. It is. It's a big topic. It absolutely is. So I thought this would be something good to talk about with Gina and um, just... What are some of the biggest questions that you hear about Social Security when you're meeting with people? Uh, how do I maximize my benefit? Of okay. course, mm-hmm. is the biggest one. How do they? Mm-hmm. And and that is an individual answer. Mm-hmm. There's not one answer for everybody. Yeah. Whether you can maximize your benefit by waiting, by file restricting, so getting a spouse's or former spouse's benefit, perhaps, yeah, and then turning yours on at a later time. Those are great options. Okay. But they don't work for everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then sometimes when people are divorced, mm-hmm. they don't, I know that's a big misconception oh. too. People don't always know that it's possible that they might be able to draw on their, on their ex-spouse. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. You are entitled to 50% of a former spouse's benefit, potentially, but it, you've got to know if your benefit's bigger or their benefit's bigger. Mm-hmm. And the year of birth is a really big deal. Yeah. Why is that? Well, Knowing if if you were born before 1954, you have the option to file restrict. Okay. And that means that you can, if you reach the qualification, so you have to be married for 10 years, divorced for two and still unmarried, then you can file restrict. So born before 1954, then you can pull half of your former spouse's benefit while allowing yours to accumulate at up to 8% per year. Mm-hmm. And then maybe at 70 or when you've accumulated enough, you turn your benefit on, you turn that benefit off for a former That's spouse. just interesting. And I just kind of can imagine, I mean, my mom's kind of in that age range. So I could see a lot of our, my talkers mm-hmm. having parents that would be mm-hmm. in that scenario mm-hmm. and having, trying to advise your parent. Well, maybe, especially if you're in like, we, we are living so much longer these years we really and we are. are so vibrant for so much longer, you know, sitting there and going, well, maybe I know you found a second love. But maybe you shouldn't get married when you're maybe 68, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> like, it might be in your best interest to not get married if you're mm-hmm. 63 and a half. And even though you guys are in love, just just hang out. Just yep. chill. Just, <laughs> just chill. <laughs> just 
live together. Make right, exactly. It it's like you got to be very modern about these things to make sure your social security works out. Well, and, <laughs> and that you sort of base it is my former spouse's benefit big enough for that me to make that work? Right. Or do you get married because your new fiance or spouse's benefit is larger and you file restrict on them, assuming one of you has your benefit turned on? That's the rule. And there's so many, there are so many if then, but right, not right. Yes. No. I mean, this goes back to something that I feel like we have a continual conversation about here on the mom show. So when you're on uh, Cassandra, when our friend um, Deanne Doulas from Sheridan Doulas, our family law and attorney, we go, it's okay to ask these questions. Mm -hmm. And it sometimes seems like we are buzz killing love. I feel like (laughs) with these things, but we are not, we love love. We love numptuals. We love you getting to do all this stuff and being in a, uh, a quality relationship, but we also want you to get all of the information so that love does not end up costing you money and your retirement and your, your financial independence as you retire and age gracefully. So I think we just need to remind people again, love is fantastic. But love can be expensive. So go talk to a professional <laughs> first. So, I agree. <laughs> right? We learned that because I'm like, okay, now I know if I decide that I'm going to remarry, not only do I need to go and talk about getting a prenuptial or cohabitation agreement, I need to sit there and like start doing the math on Social Security. <laughs> That's just smart. And now it the is. more questions to ask before going, how many flowers should we have at the ceremony? I don't care about your flowers. I care about my financial independence. That's all I'm saying. You have to be very logical about it. Do a civil it. ceremony. Do something. <laughs> just don't put it on in paper. <laughs> uh, our per producer, producer Ryan's in there rolling his eyes. He's all like, we're warning you. Next time you're going to try and propose to your lady friend, and she's going to be like, um, I have paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, it's, it's always so entertaining you know, when, when you're here, Shannon. I love it. <laughs> like Shannon's in there just poo-pooing love. I love it. <laughs> but no, I think that, you know, I love the fact that you guys are bringing up all this information because I do um, wholeheartedly wholeheartedly think that genuinely or genuinely as women, we just forge ahead and go, everything's fine. And we don't take the time to stop down and go, is this the best course of action for my future? Mm -hmm. So it's good to have these conversations and just remind people that it's okay to think about these things and ask these questions and Mm -hmm. set up these processes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was going to ask you too, Gina, just uh, what are some of the biggest misconceptions that you see when you're meeting with people? I would say Social Security and Medicare are tied together because Mm -hmm. Social Security used to be able to be turned on for everybody at age 65. One of the biggest misconceptions I see is that you think you have to file for Social Security when you file for Medicare at age 65. And that is absolutely not true. Okay. First of all, most of us, everyone in this room our full retirement age for Social Security is 67. So okay. depending on your year of birth, there's nobody that, that we probably know that their full retirement age is 65. Okay. 66, 66 in two months, four months, You mm-hmm. it goes on. Mm-hmm. But that's when you can capture your full Social Security benefit when your full retirement age, which is based on your year of birth. If you claim early, you take a permanent reduction in your benefit. Now, there, gotcha. is a, there is a rule, right, that if you realize, like, let's say three months ago, you just started mm-hmm. drawing Social Security. Maybe you did it at age 62 and you didn't realize that you were taking a real significant cut and that maybe there are ways to work it where you didn't need to take it. Right. You can, as long as it's within 12 months, you can turn your Social Security benefit off. There's a catch, though. You have to pay back every dime that you have received. Goodness. And they're just going to take it back whenever they process that. So be <laughs> ready. But... 
it might be worth it. It might even be worth taking a small loan to put that that money in your account and then turn it on at a later time. Mm -hmm. That's not always practical for people. Well, we do always appreciate people calling into the mom show. The number is 651-641-1071. And on the phone right now, we have Carol. Hello, Carol. Hi, how are you guys? We are doing great. What's your question for our experts? Well, I'm born in 56, divorced for 30 years, not remarried. I cannot collect on my ex-husband's, right? How long were you married for? 30 years. 30 years. Legally married, yes? You betcha. Your full retirement age is 66 and four months. So once you are full retirement age, you can claim 50% of your former spouse's benefit. If the Social Security Administration does not have you and your ex-husband linked, bring in your divorce decree. So set up an appointment with the Social Security Administration. They've got a couple offices here in the Twin Cities. All you need to do is bring that in, say, I want 50% of my former spouse's benefit. Um, you do not qualify for the file restrict, unfortunately, because you're you're just too young. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will tell you, if your benefit is more than 50% of your former spouse's benefit, it might not be worth it for you to claim your former spouse's benefit. Mm-hmm. Even if it means I can postpone taking mine to like, like 70? Well, unfortunately, you are too young to do the file restrict. You have to have been okay. born before um, 1954. Yeah, so. okay, that's what I thought, so yep. I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <Okay>. Carol. <laughs> She's like, I invested a long time in that man. <laughs> I applaud you, Carol. I did my time. Exactly. Oh, Carol. But see, I'm, I'm glad that you called. And, we're, yeah. and as you get closer, Carol, make sure that you, you know, seek, you know, sit down. As you know, as Gina said, there are a lot of ways that this can yeah. all work out. So it seems like it's worth it for Carol to go and meet with a financial advisor and uh, um, a specialist like Gina yeah. to help her go, which will be the best case, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And help you do that math, Carol, so you don't have to do it yourself. Because maybe you're not as screwed as you think. Carol, we want to no, applaud I you know. for calling in. Yeah. We, we applaud you for calling in. Yes. It was a really good question. Thank if you, you have any other questions, Ryan can get your information. We can be in touch. Thanks, so, Carol. Thanks for calling. And Great like question. I said, I, the fact that you were, you know, the, if you called in and Carol asked me this question, I would have to sit there and go, okay, we're going to do a 45-minute Google search. And we would have <laughs> wasted so much time, you know, and time is valuable. We would have wasted so much time mm-hmm. trying to come up with the right answer amongst ourselves when mm-hmm. it's like, no, let's just call Gina. Yeah. <laughs> like, Google's a great tool, but it's not always accurate. No. Mm-hmm. And you so, still have to interpret what it comes up with. Right. Right. Yeah. And there's <laughs> a lot of people who post things online that it's not correct. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. You're right. And you're not in a, a, a position to be able to, like, you know, sit there and, and weed out the correct versus the incorrect. Right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Well, we have some more things we have to cover when we get back. So, what do you want to talk about next, Cassandra? Well, we have a few more things on Social Security. Then we're going to let you know about a few other events and resources and seminars that are coming up that might be of interest to you. And again, the phone number here is 651 641 1071. We'll be right back on The Mom Show. You're listening to The Mom Show on My Talk 1071. You can get all the information of every episode at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword Mom Show. I'm Miss Shannon. And in today, our good friend from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com, Cassandra Brazier, is with us. And I'm having the best time when you come in, Cassandra, because this is all <laughs> great information. We are empowering lots of people out there to be financially healthy and to be able to age gracefully mm-hmm. and take care of themselves. And so I love it. So we encourage yeah. you to call in at 651-641-1071. 
651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. We're also joined by Gina DeMarco from Lifestream Insurance Solutions. And she's been talking about Social Security, which we knew was going to just blow up the phones because we do need to go. So, Barb, thank you so much for calling. How are you doing today? Oh, pretty good. How about you guys? We are We're having great. a party. We are. Yes. <laughs> Do you have a question of our experts, Barb? Well, you know, I've been trying to find out this answer. My husband is um, 65 and is in a nursing home. It costs $10,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there... I'm 62. Do they have any cutoff that there will be money um, that I will receive while he's in the nursing home? Do you mean Social Security money, or what kind of monies are you wondering about? Well, okay, we got such and such in our investment account. Mm-hmm. Are they going to take all of that money? To pay for his nursing home. So you're in, it sounds like he's in a private facility. Yeah. And those are usually, that's, and, and, and hopefully people are hearing this because unless you're going through it or you've known someone that's gone through it, it's, it's a shock to think that you would spend $10,000 a month. And that's for one of you because you still have all of your expenses. You have to live somewhere. Right. right. So it, so if you, if there's long, are you, do you have long-term care insurance? No. Okay. So so you're basically, you're paying for it out of your own retirement money. Yeah. And it will, I don't know what his state of health is, but you'll need to continue to pay for that. Yeah, um, he, he's um, had two brain injuries mm, and he's got Parkinson's. Oh boy, I'm sorry, Barb. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, there's really, I mean... You're, I'm, I'm assuming you're, you're collecting his social security or he's getting some social security. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're drawing yours. Yes. Okay. So y- you've got that, but yeah, you'll need to continue to cover the costs. If you spend down all your assets, then you might be able to get some financial yeah. assistance, but you only get to maintain so many assets. Yeah. You get one home for your primary residence. You get one vehicle. You only get to have X amount of dollars in the bank. So sitting down with somebody like Cassandra and an estate planner might be a good Well, idea. how much, you know, I've heard that I will be left with 100000 20, you know, $120,000. Well, there's ways of protecting assets if you have long-term care. There's different ways of doing that. I think it sounds like you have a little bit of a complex situation, and it might be good to look at a little bit more and be able to give you some better specific information. Mm-hmm. Jean and I could certainly put our heads together um, and look at your situation. So, it's, a big, it's a big topic, yeah. probably for a radio show. So Barb, yeah. But you we'll get, get to have so much. Barb, we'll get uh, producer Ryan to get your information, and then we'll just follow up with you later this week. Hey, that sounds great. Thank you so much for calling. That's yeah. a very complex situation. Yeah. It's glad We're glad that we're going to be able to help. I'm Good enjoying the show. Thank oh, you. Oh, wonderful. Thank Thanks. you for listening. And Cassandra, you brought up a good point. It is good for Barb to bring that up because a lot of times, I'm sure, when you say this is how much you need to put away yeah. and save, people go, why do I need that much? Yeah. Because 
we feel like our daily expenses are already a lot. And it mm-hmm. just doesn't occur to you that those future expenses, when you add in that kind of primary yeah. health care and that assisted living scenario, scenario is exponentially higher. It is. And it's the, the thing that you need to be aware of is that if there's no plan in place on how you would potentially pay for long-term care expenses, like what her husband's going through, 10000 a month. Yeah. Now, if you're pulling, you got to understand too, if you're pulling that out of tax-deferred money, if you, if you had a 401k that you built up, you had a million dollars in there, and that's and then you rolled it into an IRA when you retired, that's your bucket that you're pulling money from. Right. You got to pay taxes on that money as you pull it out. They don't care what you're using it for. Right. So if you're pulling it out to pay for that, you're not pulling out 10,000 a month. You might be pulling out 12 or 13 or 4 depending on what your tax bracket is. And then that also increases your income tax, right? Cuz if you're pulling out over 100,000 a year right. just to cover that, it makes it look like that's what you're making. Ah, cuz they count it as so income. It is, right? Cuz right. you have to mm-hmm. pay income tax on it. So there's a and again, I'm not a tax expert to give that disclosure, but there are it, it can impact you in a number of different ways. So it is good to just again, sit down with someone and see if there's ways you can try and and patch some of those potholes or those some of those potential roadblocks before they happen. So I want to quickly One thing I said that we were going to talk about, we're not going to get a chance to talk about it much today, but I wanted to mention that one of the biggest deficits out there today is the deficit in the development of human potential. Ah, okay. And some people think that that has nothing to do with finances, but it actually does. Because if you can imagine, what if you could be twice as productive as you are now, twice as motivated, twice as good at whatever you're doing, making twice as much. Right. How, how would that impact your financial picture? It absolutely would. So it doesn't matter whether you're retired or not retired or what your situation is. You, if your mind is still there, there are so many ways that you can grow and develop and build on on who you are and where you're at. And, and you're either growing or you're dying. Right? right. So I think this would be a great topic for another show. But I wanted to mention that because I just want to encourage people to go out there and grow, grow in areas, find things that you're interested in, find things that you're good at and grow and work on on that because you can really impact other people in really amazing ways, too. And it only betters all of us. It really does. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to mention that um, I th- that was something that I thought would be good to talk about. Definitely. Um, we have, speaking of bettering yourself, there's a few classes coming up. Yes. We have a few minutes left here. There's a couple community ed classes that I'll be doing here this fall. Um, one of them, uh, Gina's going to be at with me. That's coming up on October 11th. Mm-hmm. It's in uh, it's in District 96. I have information on it and a way to register on Moms Talk Money. Perfect. Also, Shannon and I, yes. for those of you that have been wonderful, loyal listeners and you want to spend some time with us in person, we are going to have a lot of fun doing a Finances Made Fun class on October 23rd. So we'll cover some good ways that you can kind of trick yourself into doing some things that will make you Absolutely. financially independent. Absolutely. And that's going to be about a two-hour class. So that'll be really helpful. And then on just educational seminars in general, this is open to the public. We have that the, um, the Federal Reserve event that's coming up on October 18th. Also, you can get information to register. That is open to anyone. And we have, are you ladies ready? Yes. Yes. Women and Investing event, November 8th. I am so excited about this event. We have a lot of fun. We're hosting this at our office. It's going to be really fun. I'm excited. So please, if you're interested, if you have a girlfriend you want to bring along and you just want to learn a little bit more and and get your feet wet in the financial area, learning a little bit about investments, you'll walk out of there with with a better understanding of some real good 
you, you'll be you'll know enough to be at least dangerous. I love it. I love it. That's how I live most of my life, Cassandra. Love it. That's how we get along. <laughs> so again, Gina, give everybody your information so they can find you. Uh, my website is Lifestream is.com for Lifestream Insurance Solutions. My mm-hmm. phone number is 612-694-990. And Cassandra, we can always find you not only at clearstepfinancial.com, mm-hmm. but of course we can also go to momstalkmoney.com. We also have that Facebook page that's set up and that's always Absolutely. amazing. And we always remind people that we appreciate you calling in and getting all the information here on the show. But securities and advisory services are offered through Harbor Investments, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. But we have great information. I think we covered some great topics today and I look mm-hmm. forward to covering again what you brought up just for a second about people really maximizing their potential on a future episode of The Mom Show. I think that would be a, just a really fun topic. Well, I have a real good quote here. Yes. When the brain's potential is fully unleashed, there can be few, if any, limitations. Anyone who tells you otherwise isn't up to date with the latest scientific findings on the brain and is exhibiting their ignorance for the brain's potential is the human potential. Thank you for sharing that. Thank everybody for joining us. And we will see you on the next episode of The Mom Show on MyTalk1071.com.